Hey, bro, can you hear me? Yeah, bro. Hey, what's up, man? What's up with you, man? Not much, so I just got back in, in the crib. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, you been, you been, out, you been at the, you been outside rocking? Uh, no, nah, my office is, like, up the street, and don't nobody be in there. Yeah. Because uh, I share it with a, a, uh, another org, and they all working from home. So I just oh, okay. go there from time to time. And just cool out. Yeah, get up out the crib. Because I had a couple of things I had to get done, and I knew if I stayed home, that wouldn't happen. Oh, yeah. So like, let me go up there to make myself get back. How you been? Or what you been up to? Man, I'm chilling, bro. I got it. Uh, I'm chilling, man. It's, it's recording now, but we'll start okay, up in a minute. I can cut this, too. But, right. but yeah, I'm chilling, bro. Just uh, just living, man. Just, just, I don't know, living. That's really it. Taking everything in. It's craziness. Trying to. It's a crazy year, bro. It is, bro. It just keep getting... Yeah, it's more, I, and more wild. It's more wild, bro. I still ain't. I haven't stomached Kobe yet. That's that was bad enough for me. <laughs> Everything else is like crazy. That's just on piling on top of it. I know. I know. It feels like that was last year. <laughs> I know, bro. That shit was like five months ago. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot going on there, bro. Uh, yeah, man. That's really it. I'm, I really. I just stay at the crib outside of like what I need to do for the podcast or whatever I'm doing. Like I stay at home. I'm I'm doing school right now too, so that keeps me. Oh, yeah, I'm going. You doing? I'm getting back into nursing. I'm gonna finish my nursing, get get the RN under the belt, and then I'm gonna try to be a nurse practitioner. Dang, got you, got you. Uh, in, in Chattanooga, I I don't know. We'll see. I mean, this is where I'm at right now, but. I want to treat with cannabis. That's the goal. So mm-hmm. whatever happens there will happen. But I feel that. I got a couple of plants in the crib. I should be done in like um Oh yeah. Damn it. Maybe well, a couple I, weeks. Not su- I am not surprised to hear that, bro. <laughs> it's my this is my first time. Tony It's the first time doing it. Uh yeah. That's what's Tony up, bro. No, it's it's super easy. Yeah, I got a couple of homies that do it. That's, I got a couple of homies that's been doing it since high school, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a form now. They they do they do their thing. So I got a small tent, like maybe two by four, four by four, maybe. You said that's how big so the plant is. Uh, that's how big the tent is. Yeah, the plants are. Oh, like the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, we only got so much space. I had a bigger tent, but it's way too big for my house. So I had to send it back. Oh yeah. But I'm excited that's to good. be able to. That's what's up, bro. I'm gonna be able to partake in that. Yeah, that's so that's the goal for me. So whatever happens with that, but yeah, chat, chat. I didn't expect to come back. I didn't really want to come back home when I got out the military, but that was the that was the best bet for me at the time. And it's like it's been all right. It's been cool to be back. It's a totally different place than when I left. So you know, what type of ways? Uh man, it's just um it's more it's a lot more people that's not from here that's here now. And it's making it a little bit more diverse, uh, like as far as people you meet and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and then there's more opportunities for. I mean, we have a lot of great, we have a lot of great talent here, bro. Like, like whether it be in any element, music, art, <clears throat> poetry. I mean, we even got the shit rocking right now with the protests. Like, we got some, we got solid leaders, like young people that's getting a position in, in local offices and trying to really, you know, shape shit up. 
I mean, one uh, so one of them, her name is Marie. Man, she called out the Black Patch. She got a pretty good, pretty good follower. She called out the Black Patches on Facebook earlier this week. <laughs> I was like, bro, she going, she Damn, running, she running for city council. It's like, bro, yeah, we need that. Like, you know, right? That's how I feel. But yeah, we we got so everybody. That's what I'm saying. Chat is like it's gotten to a place where it's it's, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of seeds here. So you know, whatever happens with that goes, but. It's a lot of seeds in different areas here, so it's cool. It's cool to be back to see that, and a lot of strong black people. A lot, of, you know, it's, it's a growing element here. It's good. Man, I feel that, dog. I uh, not being home. I'm not. I'm definitely not that tapped in to what's going on. Oh, of course, bro. You um, in L- you you in L.A. right? Yeah, but I've been trying to follow us some, but I mean, I did see a protest going on at home, and the cops was leading it, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If they do yeah, I don't, I don't even know. know. I hate. I'm I questioning nobody like Augusta, bro. I wouldn't nobody guess that. I'm sure it's. I'm sure. I feel like it's changing like though. It's getting gentrified. It is. I think people. Yeah, downtown is yeah. getting super gentrified. Uh, Everywhere is getting gentrified, bro. It's like it's like mm-hmm. a it's like a plot. Like it's like everything getting gentrified right now, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, even here, even here, it's like they pushing out. I'm talking about the place where I work downtown on Main Street. If you went there like eight years ago, nine years ago, like people didn't go to that side of town, bro. It was nothing but like druggies, a hood, like. And now it's oh, you just see white people running through, smooth as hell, not worried about barefoot. Hell yeah, barefoot. Chilling. Um, but yeah, bro. I mean, I stop eating whenever you're ready. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, man. I'm so- not, not rushing either, but just let me know whenever. Um, I don't want you to think like, Jay, I know this nigga not gonna be eating. Uh, I didn't <laughs> even know you. I didn't even know you was. Uh, I was looking at my emails. Uh, yeah, man. We can we can start. I mean, we. Could, I ain't really have no. I think we talked about this shit, but yeah, man, just uh, it's it's Iggy's Live, my podcast. Welcome everybody. Uh, I got I got uh, one of my one of my longtime homies, which I got to talk to you a lot about some shit because I actually been I've been keeping up with the podcast and it's making me think about like where you are now versus where I you were in college, bro. Right. And I ain't, I ain't see. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is a game. This, I, I gotta talk to this like This is a totally, it's a totally different path. It's another. It's some people that I know that are like that. You one of them. It's about, I know about five or six that like when you see them when they was younger, and that person when you see them now, you be like, damn, I ain't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, man, my my homies. Uh, that's why my homies from, uh, I'm still close to from high school. Be saying the same thing. Uh, <laughs> I think some of us just getting older. And then, and like being around new people, who like yeah. to be kind of ex- open my mind uh, to other things, you know, and be pushing me to see things differently. And then I think teaching also. Yeah, I figure teaching play a big part of that, bro. Yeah. Um, and especially where I talk too is like at the school I was in, it's like out in Brownsville. Uh, so it's like super, um, like real, it's kind of near like East New York. Uh, like real under underserved community, yeah. But the school would be like all schools are all black. It's like one little Polish girl in there, 
but they had like the highest test scores in New York. And so, you know, you in the hood, you got all these yeah. kids, but the scores are so high, so everybody trying to be like that. Um, but the kids like is super, super militant. Um, like they had to sit with their hands like folded. Oh damn. They couldn't talk at breakfast. They had uh, no, this is elementary school dog. They had no oh, recess. Man. Um, teachers being like, if they took if their hands was like apart or like their feet went flat, like nigga, they get in trouble, <laughs> um, like legit trouble. So I'm like, yo, and on top of all that, like any day it could be like 30, 50 people coming to observe because they want to do what we was doing. I was like, oh, oh Lord. shit, like this is supposed to be a this is like a blue ribbon school, end up being a blue ribbon school. Yeah, this is how y'all treating kids? Like this is a problem. Yeah, um, yeah, oh hell yeah. So I really opened my eyes a lot. Yeah, yeah, bro. Well, shit. Introduce yourself, bro. Let's let the people know who you are, bro. Um, what's up, um, Jacob from Augusta. Uh, no, Iggy from from back at Swanee, back in the day. Back in the day, to the little kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, now I'm out in LA. Um, got to run a nonprofit called Stem to the Future, and also be in photography. Yeah. Yeah. And just be trying to cool it, man. Trying to do what I can do to make this world a little bit better. Yes, yeah, what's up, bro? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to see it. To be honest, bro, it's cool. It's cool to see, man. It really is, man. I'm, I'm proud to see it because you really are doing your thing, bro. I be listening to podcasts, but y'all be coming with some heat. I be like, bro, these niggas educate. I don't know who not listening to this, but they putting on game hard. I I appreciate. Oh yeah, I'm tripping. Uh, co-host podcast um oh, yeah. nims out podcast yeah shout out to tony yeah tony i definitely played a big part in like helping me learn a lot um just put me on different books yeah talking to me about different things just being around um being around him uh and definitely some other people but you know i feel like he for sure pushed me to like see things differently um That's just yeah. yeah 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 i'll be doing y'all thing man i'll be like damn I be... bro i remember snake up bro <laughs> right <laughs> Which is cool. I mean, I shit. I don't know if I'm the same as what I would. would have, I don't know if I would have looked at me and been like, "That's you, ten years, fifteen years from now." So, who knows? Yeah, I feel like definitely for me, I feel you, you leaving. I feel like you just got to leave home to open up anyway. Because me going in the military and going to Germany opened me up to a lot of shit, bro. Like you just when you come back home, you just really not. Then you really feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel how different it is. So it's like. It, it open you up, man. Um, so yeah, just leaving home, meeting people that are not from where you from. Like I was telling somebody the other day, man. One of my closest homies, he's Puerto Rican. No, he's from Miami. Like I wouldn't meet no Puerto Ricans in Chattanooga. The only the only uh, Latino culture here is like Guatemalan and Mexican, and everybody think they Mexican. So you don't get educated on shit here about Latin culture. So going to the military introduced me, and I was eighteen. 19 years old when that happened so that was late so like for me it's like <clears throat> i'm thankful for leaving home i think leaving home is good you know yeah I mean? not for sure it, it opens you up and shit and um yeah man because meet different people open me up i remember uh i met my first israelite nigga in fucking the military <clears throat> oh word i ain't never met no israelite them niggas from the military he out now. I don't know why he stayed in. But you, so you mean like, like a, like <laughs> so a listen, black Israelite? Listen, listen, huh? Like a black Israelite or? Yeah, black Israelite. Right, oh, yes. word. 
Yeah, bro. Like we, I was getting out my last. It was probably my last few months, and uh, he was just a homie of a homie. And I don't even know how we start. I think I I went over to his crib one time to like. I think we. Oh, we was watching. We was gonna watch something, and that's when he started kind of talking to me about it and shit, and like showed me some of the stuff that you know what he what it is pretty much, and like that shit. I I ain't mean no black Israelite Chattanooga, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, so shit like that is like crazy. So it opens you up. And you you see like even within your own people, because I didn't ever, you know, only black people I knew was like either you know they they not that they either they either in church. Or they not? They in the streets doing what? It ain't you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't or or or, or Muslim. Like my granddad, he's he's Muslim. That's it. That's only three you really know. And I don't even really know him like I want to. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, crazy, the scary part about that is like you don't even know what you don't know. Yeah. Uh, so you, I remember. Uh, yeah, and then even and then going from where I grew up, like in Augusta, and then got going to Swanee. It's like yeah. different, but. Those are the type of people I was trying to be. Like, that's not the environment. If I could do it all over again, like, that's for sure not the environment I would have put myself Yeah, for in. real, Brad. Yeah. I, um, I, I, so, what, I, all right, look back. Let's look back on Swanee real quick. Mm-hmm. Because we could do some personal shit on here. What, how do you feel about Swanee now? That, looking back on it now. I, I, I'm happy because it gave me the relationship, but I always build relationships wherever I go. So, I'm always grateful for that. But as far as placement, all right. What you think? Um, or or like environment to prosper. Yeah, I guess it was helpful to like see how the like that demographic of people think. Yeah. Um, like, and I guess it's mostly like rich, almost exclusively rich white kids coming yeah. from like mostly. northeast boarding schools. Yeah. Uh, I feel like my my consciousness of politics wasn't developed enough to like really. No, nah, mine wasn't either. You know what I mean? So I don't really know who was down and who wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but thinking back, I definitely remember instances of things going on. Um, and then even with the professor, I was just telling the story the other day, but it's me, uh, Fonzo, Isaiah, and then, and that was my last semester there, is a black woman who j- had just transferred. That's the only class I've ever seen her in. Um, yeah. But we was in there, in theater. Yeah. And then Fonzo's up there giving like a little giving like a little presentation. It's being funny. So then me and Isaiah are, are laughing. And then the professor, she turned around, she like, hey you two. This ain't a Baptist church. So like, y'all need to shut uh y'all need to like be quiet. I remember being like just thinking it was funny. <laughs> it definitely wasn't right. But being funny and, and now I'm like, yo, I couldn't imagine yeah having someone say that to me. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Off. yeah. And nobody said nothing. Like everybody just looked at us, like, "Damn, yeah, they're moving." <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Yeah, what you I, think about I, it? Uh, I, yeah, Swanee is a, is a. I don't know, man. It's uh, I I was more used to that though. See, because I came from, mm-hmm. I, I've been in private schools from since sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. That's right. Swanee wasn't much different from uh, familiarity, like all of that to me. I think it was more that. Um, I don't know. It's hard to describe. I mean, it was a little deeper cut. I remember, like, I tell people this now. It's like, bro, like, when you black and go to Swanee, you can't really go twenty minutes outside of the of the of that area by yourself. Because you, like, no. you, know, you just at night and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not smart to do. And we you always know? live together. 
You know what I mean? Like, cause you, it ain't no black people really outside of that uh, going toward Mount Eagle Mountain. We not really up. There. I mean, we are, but not. And if we are, they know who you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yes. you, you already standing out anyway. So like, I remember having to think about that shit sometimes. You know what I'm saying? With that, with that outside of that, like the actual element of Swanee, I wasn't really um, unaware of. Like, I knew how white people were. I knew how to like work those circles and shit. I never really thought about it as a as a as a way that I do now as far as like the construct. I felt it, but I was also young and I didn't really have the mindset to do that either. You know what I'm saying? So but I knew that I I was more familiar with that environment. Yeah, so. I was not. So that it was like a little bit of a shock. Uh yeah, a little bit of a shock, but I yeah, I'm I'm Glad the mirrors is behind, bro. You... <laughs> bro, I just remember, like, I just remember, I remember, it was so much drinking up there, bro. That's really where I got introduced to a lot of drinking and shit. Like, yeah. people used to do some crazy shit, bro. I remember this girl went, and I don't know, I can't tell if she took a shit or took a piss behind a tree. It was in the middle of the damn, like, open outside of a party. I'm like, bro, she that drunk? People lose dignity, bro. And didn't even think twice about it. Didn't even uh, think twice about it. And she probably, like, underage, like, under your drinking at Swanee is, I don't know what it is now. I can't speak on that. But but then, man. I was going hard. Oh, we was in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, that's fucked up. But it's the truth. That's how it was, bro. It's college I, started. Right. College. I do remember uh, this one kid who was on the track team. He had, remember the kid, he stole the ambulance, drove it <laughs> on the golf course, got in the wreck, and then ah. the school kicked him out. So he tried to tried to sue the school, sue the school. for leaving the keys in the ambulance. I, was like, I, rem- ah. I remember that br- vaguely, but I remember that. Yeah. So that's why I remember. Was like, I think that was kind of one of the times I was starting to see, like, damn, these rich white people think they just do whatever they want out here. <laughs> They just, just ready to sue, bro, at all costs. Yeah. Blaming it on the school. So yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that's behind me. I wouldn't, um, for sure, I wouldn't advocate nobody, uh, no young black folk go there. I mean, it's a good school. It's, like, it's yeah, but you gonna learn, but yeah, wouldn't do it. But I'm, I, I don't know, man. I met some like, like you. I, I remember. Uh, I well, why did you become my roommate? I think my roommate didn't come to. He didn't come to school. Mine's like he nasty. didn't. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be coming in with mud all in his body, and just getting in the bed. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that shit now. Gross. Yeah, I remember that shit now. So yeah, that shit was funny, bro. That was my uh, prime two K days too. Then I, I can't oh, remember. Yeah, niggas used to be home two K, bro. All day in between class and practice. Oh yeah. Sticks. Yeah, bro. You hit 2K, bro. Um, I've been on it too much here lately. Been playing way, way I, yeah, I can't really play it like that. I can't really play it like that no more, bro. Time, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, you a, you a dad. You, yeah. you got a job. No, you busy. You yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I ain't got the time to play again. I wish, bro. I be seeing niggas talking about it. I'm like, bro, when I was in my prime, bro, niggas wouldn't beat me in no 2K. I was prideful about that shit. Yeah, them days. Things seem to be a lot more simple back then. 
volunteer at a school in the hood for a week. Yeah. Two days even. Yeah. A lot of this stuff will start to make sense. Yeah, it'll open you up. Um, yeah, for sure. That that fact that's why I'm so passionate about school and like education and working with kids at a younger age, especially with uh my program, you know, we're not really like uh tied to anything. Like we don't have you no know, tests we gotta take. One hundred yeah. telling us what to do. And so it kinda yeah. allows me to like low key kinda like infiltrate the school system and then be able to teach the kids about um these different like issues going on. Uh, in yeah. the world and like expose them a lot of different like avenues and passions they might have and then help them yeah. see how they can use that to make the world better not just like be one not be learning stuff they're never going to use again and yeah. Then, yeah, two exactly. not just learning like trying to get rich and just like make rich people richer yeah uh, yeah 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 yeah. you know there's it's, it's more to life than that but school not teaching you that no they're not and uh, yeah they're not it's it's a systemic thing though I mean, even, even, even not even, I mean, definitely for black America, because our schools suck and they don't put no money into them at all. But uh, even some white schools, like it's the stuff they get taught, they get taught to be like mediocre or like these, these, these ideals that won't progress them and and allows the higher guys that are born into it or like have the money or whatever. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's almost a waste of time. I, well, I remember at Macaulay, pretty much at Macaulay, like, you know, Macaulay, one of the richest mm-hmm. schools in the South, bro. And so, like, I remember at Macaulay, like, I'm looking back on it now, I remember Macaulay thinking, like, some of these dudes really wasting their time going to school because they don't have to worry about shit. You know what I'm saying? Where, now, they have, the, and they all, not only do they have to worry about it, but they also are granted better opportunities. They, they're among circles of, like, doctors and high-end, like, all these people, so they're getting signed off for going to school. They're getting these letters. Like uh, people don't think about all that shit that plays into going these higher end schools. Like it's politics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? First, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. It's politics. You gotta, you gotta politic your way up. So if they, if they granted these opportunities, you know, it's, 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 they wasting, it's not that really a waste of time, but, but they're also getting better education too on top of that. So it's like, it's advancing them more where, even yeah. the, like the middle, they teach the same things. Oh, they teach the same social studies. Oh, I mean, how many times is going to take, you know, history, world history, U.S. history? Like, all right, compact that, that shit into like one one world history if you're going to do it, and then one U.S. history. You ain't got to do that shit three or four times, bro. <laughs> right. How many times do I need to learn your version of the Revolutionary War? Yeah, like this shit dumbing me down. Yeah. I, I don't need that. I didn't know how to pay my taxes. I need to know how to fucking invest. I need to know like shit like that, not fucking the dates of when of us a history that really has nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Because that ain't my history. That's not. That doesn't make me proud that y'all beat the Brits. <laughs> That's and then they and then they do it year after year after year. Yeah, year after year. So you, you know can't that. help but come indoctrinated with the yeah with the shit. It's yeah, scary. scary. It is. Scary. We start to think of education like a factory. Like a, a indoctrination factory, uh, it can shake you a little bit. But Hell low yeah. key, to me, it seems like that's what it is. It's like a place where people can send their kids so they can go sell their labor and help yeah. people get rich. Uh, a rich and, right. And then while the kids are there, you just feed them with information that's going to help them not question the same, the system and just keep yeah. perpetuating it. Um, yeah, but even at the, the even like quote unquote good schools, like you said, they're not really teaching kids. No, they yeah, 
the uh, essentials. Right. And like they're not teaching white kids how to be anti racist or like how to Yeah. Uh, how to be comfortable and like how to relinquish uh relinquish their privileges. Like they're not yeah. teaching them that. It's supposed yeah. to be a great school. So it's a great to who, great for what. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. What's the what's the rankings based off of? Right. So I, let me ask you this, bro. <clears throat> so you're a black teacher, and I think that's a strong conversation piece mm-hmm. as far as uh, that needing to be more of a common thing. <clears throat> and um, how you feel about that? Do you actually even really think about it, or do you like? No, for sure. Uh, I mean, I'd be forgetting the stat, but like. If a kid even has one black teacher, it has like a drastic, like a positive influence on their educational experience. Yeah. Um, but a couple things that first come to mind is like my first year teacher, and there was three black dudes. It was me, other first grade teacher who was across the hall, and then our other homie who was like, he's a resource teacher. So if kids had mm-hmm. like different, uh, they need like extra supports, so like reading or math, and he would like pull them out. So we yeah. were there together. And then the next year, they they left, uh, and then I was the only one. So then I was the only black teacher, and so uh, it'd be kids I ain't even like know, yeah, uh, or you know who I'd be like interact with too often, who would like be coming up to me like you know chopping it up, um, like forming relationships. I would like walk my kids down to the bus, and then to come back, I'd have to walk past all the other kids coming down. Yeah, um, and they'd be dapping you up, like talking. Um, so yeah, even and even that, like I could see how big of a like how influential that was. Yeah. Um, and ain't even like we didn't even know each other. I ended up getting cool with so many kids that I didn't teach, uh, and that, that yeah. probably had to do uh, had a lot to do with it. Um, I think the out here, even like when I first started my organization, like I was doing uh, all of the teaching, and so like over the course of a week, I probably teach like I don't know. 600 kids, maybe. Shit, uh, <laughs> And so when I would, when I would come, yeah, it would be a lot. Um, 600, shit. And then as time went on, there's one school I was at all the time. That's, uh, yeah, I was there all the time. And it's like, we got, started getting bigger. I stopped being there. So I could either be at another school or so I could like be working on stuff so we could like, uh, you know, keep getting better. Yeah. And, now, but I can still be going up there. Uh, and anytime I come up there and the kids are outside, it's like, um, man, all the kids be running up, like, maybe you know, want to come talk. They all still know who I am, man. they be asking where I've been. And I think some of it's just the way I, I some of it's for sure, like the way I teach and like what I was yeah. teaching. But I think some yeah. of it too is just like, we don't ever, like, they don't have, for most of them, they don't have a black male, teacher. yeah, and yeah, that's true. So I think it's super important, um, yeah, but I also understand why. Like, People don't want to be teachers. I do too. Yeah, I mean it's it's not uh, it's not easy for one. Number two, definitely to pay uh, anything. I mean, I just feel like um, have you ever noticed the things in America that <clears throat> they they like put the signs up for and uh, healthcare workers? We're so grateful for what you're doing, mm-hmm. but like, but they don't put their money where their mouth is. But you don't see no money going to none of that shit, like teaching and. Uh, healthcare, like all the shit y'all really need, <clears throat> they get paid middle, middle to low payment. Yeah, like pay, like it's ridiculous. Like, why would we not? That's one thing about Europe, man. They they pay their teachers. You know what I'm saying? 
Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, they should. Um, as, as they should. Like, that's a very important piece of society as teachers. And then even I hear how schools are funded, you know, it's like from property tax. So if you live in the hood and, and they say your houses aren't that valuable, then your property taxes are lower. So your schools yeah. get less money. If you live in a nice yeah. neighborhood and they say yeah. your house is valuable, now you got higher taxes, so your schools get more money. It's like that's crazy. What the fuck? Who, who came <laughs> up with that and why? <laughs> it takes one second to be like, no, that don't make sense. That makes no sense at all. And we still got that, it. That's trending down and trending up as best way you can put it. Right. It's gonna for sure at least keep things the way they are. Yeah. So yeah, you know that's, that's clearly crazy. they're not trying to to make a difference. I think that speaks to how powerful education could be if they got to put laws like that in place uh yeah and then the little that they do do i think it's because they know the impact it could have on on everything uh yeah. on, like, on their power if we actually yeah. invested in school and taught people how to think critically and question yeah things. yeah yeah I, yeah it would be very powerful they don't want that man of course not it's bad for business you gotta learn yeah learn shit on your own man and uh, just, just bait. I mean, it's crazy. They even just the basic life, life stuff. Like, you know, you got to learn. Unless you got, you know, your parents take time, which they should be, or any outside people like learning how to buy a house or learning how to like. You don't learn that shit in school. You got to learn that shit on your own. You got to look it up yourself or go through it. <clears throat> yep. And then we got we not able to make. Uh, we don't have the opportunity to make as many mistakes. Yeah, we don't. We got one. Yeah, we got one, one, two times maybe. And then back to college, <laughs> I thought like that was another reason I really didn't enjoy it because uh, I was only taking things I thought I would for sure do well in, not necessarily yeah. things I was interested in because yeah. I didn't want to get a bad grade and like, mess up trying to get to law school or something. Yeah. Um, but you rich white kid, dog. Uh, yeah, you can take them hits. Yeah. You can get a B and C yeah, and be right. straight. Your mom or dad work at this firm or that, or that <laughs> hospital. Like, you're gonna be all right. Yeah, that's facts, bro. I never, yeah, I, I totally. That's yeah, that's full facts, bro. Because I felt that all the way. I remember some some of these white kids get like BCs. They, I'm like, bro, what in the hell? I'm saying they smooth. They smooth getting. They smooth getting. Uh, going to these colleges. They smooth getting these positions. Like, I'm seeing that smart. Enough. <laughs> No, I mean, some of them, for sure, not all of them, for sure, but, like, definitely we see people here, like, well, yo, what are you doing here? How you got here? Yeah, for real. But, yeah, um, that's some smart ones. I got to keep, like, one of my, uh, like, the thing about my, which my experience, well, my high school, private school was small. There's only 22 people I graduated. So, oh, wow. So, yeah, so, like, um, everybody within that group, we were, like, kind of the rejects of private schools, I guess you could say. <laughs> which is accurate because we all came from different private schools but uh like we all are doing stuff you know what i'm saying like i got one homie he, he's a lawyer he's he for real he had to hustle for that shit he went to georgia state he would drive back and forth day and night you know what i'm saying so that's that's not that you know what i mean like there's some hustling behind that you know what i mean oh yeah for sure i'm not saying that he not not and he and he he like uh i just saw him probably couple two, three months ago, one of our classmates passed away, which is where I found out about Kobe, but I saw him there, and, like, it's good to see, like, people that 
not only are they work hard, take their positions, but he he we can have these. I can have this conversation where he actually hit me up. It was like, hey, bro, you know, I know how you know how I feel, but with everything going on, man, just <clears throat> that you know, I, you know, I care about you and all that. And I've been getting that a lot, which is great, by the way. Oh yeah, I don't know, I don't know if you've been getting that, but I've been, and it's actually surprising me. I so, have. Um, I got, yeah, I have. I, I want to say something about that, but um, one one other thing quickly. Uh, oh, I, I think that's one thing that I, that I hope don't get lost. It's like you know, people be talking about it's not well. It's not as if, at least me, I'm not saying white people don't work or rich white people in particular don't yeah, work hard. Yeah, um, yeah, y'all do, but to think that is the y'all ain't the only people working hard. Y'all, yeah. y'all <laughs> would imagine y'all aren't the hardest working people. So yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if any. That's so, yeah, so it's like don't get. You know, some people might get it. Uh, I think they'll try to use it as, as a distraction. Like, you're saying we don't deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Hard. I'm like, nah. Yeah, I but work hard. Yeah. I know a lot of people out here. But there are still things in place for you to succeed at, at a more at a more higher rate. Exactly. Um, but, yes, to the people reaching out, I have been getting some of that. Um, I thought it was nice. But then the homie yesterday, talking to him, he, he put me on game. And he said he's now telling white folks, like, you know what? I I feel for you because y'all there's like a, a moral reckoning going on right now in the white yeah. community, and um he's like I'm sure that hurts. And it's like there's like a moral decline of uh yeah, like yeah. A moral decline of white people across the country. So yeah, y'all, y'all asking what to do? You know, you can go into them in your own communities and, and act change. Like teach yeah 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 teach them broke those broken kids and uh raise yeah. a generation of white people to to do better and leave us yeah. alone so we can do what yeah. we need to do. I yeah, like, I know they weren't trying to hear that, but that is yeah. That's, you know, that's, really that's a multiple thing for me because I, I, um, the, the people that have been hit me up are on some like they're on that like they feel bad, they feel bad about it, they feel bad that this is a, a it's like a it's like an awakening, like they feel bad that this is a this has been going on for so long. I was able to talk to my grandma and relate to her. She grew up in the sixties, bro, and I'm talking mm. to her about what's going on right now. And we're relating. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's crazy. 2020. But anyways, <clears throat> they're hitting us up. They hit me up. You know, they're sad. They're like, I feel bad for, you know, my, my generations. Like I got, you know, and I'm like, listen, man, don't I, white. You shouldn't, you cannot help what you're born, that you're born white. So you should not feel bad for it, but acknowledging things and acknowledgement. That's the thing. Acknowledgement is the key. Now you see. So now, all right, what do we do to need to make, straighten this out and actually get behind that you know what i'm saying and not and not be lip service and not be a, a temporary thing like this is something that's been going on for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years like when i when i got asked when i got asked like how do i feel I'm like listen this is not new this you had like the, the this police shit is not new with black people it's not right. it's been here since before we was born before my parents was born it's been here, you know what I'm saying? It's and now you can see it on camera because social media and it's in your face, and we don't want to see it because we're tired of seeing us down on camera, but at the same time, like it ain't new. So I, I have I've I've been taught these things. I've been taught, you know, you gotta work harder, you gotta act certain ways. My dad's a police officer, so it, like I remember him telling me I can't go. So you, there's certain places in around Chattanooga you can't go. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that was in 1990, 2000. You know what I'm saying? Like, so this shit been here. Could cop pull you over? He on that bullshit. 
I hate driving here. I'll be looking, I'll be like, bro, we got too many cops here, bro. We got like 13 different counties. Lookout Mountain oh, signal. Bro, we, bro, it's way too much. Man. Way too much. East Ridge. They, like I mean, they just, for what? For what? <laughs> I, I was at this leaving protest the other day. It's, it's definitely the biggest one so far. Uh, Yo, so yeah, I was going to ask you about how to protest, how they been in LA, bro. Oh, man. Um, They've been uh, they've been much needed for sure. Yeah, um, it's like good to see. I'd say they've been like, really diverse, uh, which I definitely appreciate. Like, if if we gonna get rid of this thing, uh, it's gonna take a lot of people. Um, yeah, a lot. But you know, and I, for the most part, like like I've seen people knowing their place, like standing mm-hmm. in line at these at these protests. That's been good. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, but it's almost always the police that be creating the, be on that yeah, bullshit. Be on the bullshit, creating the violence. Um, so if you didn't know that, or if you haven't been out there and you just be watching the news, you might not understand that. I think they know it now after that uh, the old man got pushed. I mean, it. You see, it took an old white dude. I mean, that joke was it, terrible. It, listen, I know, I know it's an old white dude. I know because it was already black people that's been killed and beaten, got their ass beat in the past week this by police thing. for no reason. Um, but hey, at least y'all recognize. But but, but it happened to an old white man, and now look, right? The, the world going crazy, but. Listen, you seen it with your own eyes, bro. They walked right that one the cop was next to him, try to pick him up, and the other one grabbed him and pulled him away, told him to keep walking. And they, this nigga bleeding out his ears, bro. And they, <laughs> and they, and they, had, they said he tripped, bro. So, you know, imagine without no camera. Without a camera there. That's crazy. Who they gonna believe? Yeah. He tripped. <laughs> oh, wait, that's what a bully, listen, that's what a bully say to a principal when they get called up. Right. <laughs> like, come on, bro. What you trip? A seventy-six-year-old man. Come on, man. Yes, but uh, but yeah, and that's another thing. I I feel like I noticed is just. I mean, I, I've I've known that they or not saying known like it's been that long. I feel like I started learning and like or started like reading and listening, um, uh-huh. talking about like police abolition maybe a little bit more. Maybe like a year, uh, two years ago, maybe. Um, yeah. So I start to kind of get hit, but uh, but being at these protests, especially this last one I was at, I was leaving, and it was just I can't even tell you. I mean, several like a long line of cop cars that all had. Oh. Like, most of them had like four people yeah. in it. Some had two people in it. They oh, mad shit. helicopters above, and it's just like, yo, what are y'all doing? And yeah. Again, oh. 15 of them standing together away from the protest. I was like, yo, what are you protecting? Like, this is... They on some military uh, shit with the helicopters? It's supposed to be peaceful, right? Oh, yeah. And, and, this, and that joint was peaceful. Actually, nothing happened there uh, at all. But it's just like so much money it. is is out here. It's being It's wasted. being spent on this shit. Yes, bro. It's fucking stupid. I, I, we got the National Guard here. They, they, they put, I said that. I was like, so what's crazy about the whole, like... Um, white people reaction is like pretty much at all the protests that are happening here that I've seen are mostly white people. It's more white people doing them. And I've been seeing them on the side of the street with the with the Black Lives Matter signs here, like all over town. And um so when I went to the protest, 
I was just talking to some people, and um, this white girl came, tapped me up, asked me if I want to be interviewed for the news. So I said, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and she she pretty much, she was like, yeah, they, they came and asked me, but I'm not black. I didn't feel like I should be talking and speaking on the subject. And I seen you, and I heard you talking, and I liked your glasses, so I asked you to be on it. And I was like, all right. But, yeah, like, she was like, she was on, she was on some awareness type shit. She, she was like, yeah, they asked me because I'm white, and I you know, I don't feel comfortable doing it. And I was like, yeah, I don't mind speaking, but that, that kind of shit like that, that shit has been surprising to see because it's different than that. That hasn't been happening <clears throat> oh, before. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like that kind of like reaction to stuff. And like, I'm there. That's, I was really surprised to see at ours that it was more white people. Not, not, I mean, I just really was, I wasn't expecting that. <clears throat> yeah. No, I mean, uh, really? the, the diversity for sure caught me off guard. Um, I think, you know, being, yeah. Pandemic, you got a lot of people sitting at the crib, uh, unemployment yeah. through the roof, yeah, and had nowhere to yeah. go. And you can't, there's not, not many things. I mean, there's always, but there's less things than ever. Uh, not a lot of yeah. to distract you, so it's yeah. pretty hard to to disconnect. So it's been really good to yeah. see people um, come out and support. Uh, and then, yeah, like police, like abolition, police abolition was not that hit, was not that popular two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, it's just like that now, like mad. It's um, it's you know, mad people's consciousness uh, to some degree. Shit, it's international, bro. Yeah, all right. Yeah, this shit crazy. So hopefully we see some some real change coming out of this. It- I seen, I seen. Uh, I mean, Antarctica. Oh, I seen. Um, so, um, my my wife's got some um, some black friends from like Africa and stuff in Germany, and I've even seen like on their Instagram like they posting. Uh, being black in Germany is this, and like you know, being asked where you're from before you what your name is, mm. and people touching your hair and shit like that. And it's even opening up conversation for that because that definitely wasn't happening in Germany when I was over there. So it's 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 very good to see, bro. I hope uh, I hope this is leading to something, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really want to really get my hopes up about shit like this, but you know, I hope this 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 reaction keeps going, man. Don't settle for uh don't settle until some serious change happens. You know what I'm saying? Like they start really putting some laws in place uh against police that, that murder. And then we'll get some. Yeah, for but, sure. I've seen uh Hey oh, go ahead. Uh, I and one thing I know they put out that was that eight can't wait. I just tell people, um it's like eight different if you're not familiar, it's like eight different basically rules they can put on cops and it's supposed to mm-hmm. uh Decrease what well, they say can decrease police violence by seventy percent. I just say mm-hmm. be careful. Um, some I got a sneaky suspicion. More rules. The the last thing the police need is more rules. Uh, oh yeah, know, and yeah. Really, just less money. That's true. So That's if true. people are not talking about right. defunding the police and investing yeah. that money somewhere else, uh, yeah. that's not the number one demand. I'd say. I yeah, you're right about that. You right about that, bro. Um, what you think about this? I was talking about this yesterday on another show I did, but I know this is not a – it's more of an abstract idea. I mean, I, it's coming from a good place, and it's coming from a place of reality. Mm-hmm. What you think about um, more black people joining the police? Oh, uh, man, there's – Like, do you think that – Do I think it would help? Not really, because yeah. I don't yeah. think the – one, there's this book I, I said people check out. It's called uh, 
locking up our own. And mm-hmm. in that, he, the James Woman Jr. basically just kind of like goes through the history of like mandatory minimums um, and like during the uh, crack epidemic and then with the, like the violence in DC. Uh, he like basically talks about how a lot of these laws came into place from like yeah. black politicians and like and uh, and then he, like mentions this other part where like there was a black police officer. Uh, they basically they did a study not in his book but he's referencing a study where they followed around like a, a interracial police team like uh, what do you call it partners? Um, yeah, and they found that the black police officers often. More violent than the white police more violent police officer because trying to prove that he's a police yeah. before he's a, yeah, black, a black person. Man. Um, yeah. so I, but then outside of that, I think it's like, yo, what, what are the police doing? Like, and are they really whatever they're showing up for? Are they like solving that problem, or at best, yeah. are they just like getting it out of your face so you ain't got to worry about it? Um, yeah. So one example I like to use is like homeless. You know, you know it's mad. There's like a lot of homeless people, houses people around. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's like causing disruption. So like, you call the police, and maybe the police like tell them to move, or they take them to jail. But like, the person's still houseless. Like they're no, they're worse off than they were before you called the police. Then before you called the police, so like, yeah, they were just. Like, it was just a problem for you. Yes, yeah, so it's like, why are they houseless uh, in the first place? Um, like, we should probably be trying to figure that out. And then, two, if that is going on, it seems like it'd be more effective to be able to call, like, a social worker or yeah. some type of entity that works with people who are, you know, house, the houseless community, and they can come, you know, uh, connect with these people um, and then start to put them on some type of program or put them on some type of place. Where they can eventually get up on their feet and ha- you know and, and not be sleeping on the street. Um, I feel like that's one example I'd be, be coming to. And no matter who the, the officer is, white, black, whatever, if they're coming to, like if they're taking, if they're not solving the problem, probably not the best way of spending their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think the only reason why I say that I I, I say that and I say that with a tongue in cheek because. I know the system within police does not encourage good black men to, to now there are some, I'm not saying there aren't, but I'm saying like the system itself is not built for black men. Just like our, the, the American system is not. So putting more in could be bad or good. Like you said, I think if you have more in a, in an area though. So like, like I said, we have a whole bunch of different counties, <clears throat> but the people that the police that, are policing our side of town and what we do are not affiliated or know anything about that community. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So if you have more people coming out of these communities that can relate, I told this story on the, uh, on the store, uh, on the, on the show yesterday, I remember my dad, so we was playing a basketball game and they came at South Pittsburgh. is like uh, a redneck, you know what South Pittsburgh is. Yeah. I don't even tell you that. Uh, so the high school came and played and they only got like, they football team got a lot of black kids, but the basketball team had about like two or three. And um, we had this dude on our team. He was skinny, about six five, six six. He used to like throw elbows a lot <clears throat> and get frustrated in the game. He wanted to throw elbows to the ribs and shit. He used to do that shit in practice too. 
So I, he did it in the game. I know it. You know what I mean? Like he was doing that shit in the game. And so uh, when we went to shake hands, uh, now granted, this is like our this is our this is at our game. So it's like white, more richer white people, more like middle class. You know what I'm saying? Not really on some crazy shit. <laughs> Christian school, right? <laughs> and fucking, we going through shaking hands, and he get to he get to the dude and straight hit him in the face, bow. Right there. So, of course, coach get up. He grab him. Shit going wild. The dad grab his son. He going off. Um, so, I remember my dad went out there and, like, um, put him in. He had him in. The, he, like, had the door out. He had the door open. We had him sitting in the, in the back seat. And he was just talking to him. And he was, like, the guy was saying, like, he, he kept elbowing me in the ribs. And he was talking shit and saying shit. And, I, I, I you know, I was in the wrong, but that's just what it, that's, that's how I reacted. Right. My dad like talked to him was like, Look, you can't react like that with this kind of environment you in type type shit. And like, I feel like, and I was telling that on the story and I was like, if that had been a white cop, it was because my dad, he always showed up to games in uniform because he was usually on, on call or some shit. Right. Right? So he was usually in uniform. So I was like, if it was a white dude, he don't know how to like de-escalate that situation. You know what I'm saying? Where it's a, a black kid outside or something like that. <clears throat> it could have turned into something else. Realistically, we've seen it. So, no matter if he's a kid, 15, 16 years old. And so, like, shit like that makes you think, like, all right, what if we had a possibility of having that more? Um, and and maybe, I mean, and that's just, that's just coming from the good place of we know each other a little bit better if we had more of us and we were located a little bit better. Like, there's no reason why Atlanta police should not be more black people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> most of the police to in me. LA don't live in, uh, it's like 70% of them don't live in LA or don't live in the communities that they, yeah, that they're policing. Yeah. Um, it makes no sense. So, I, so, yeah, I definitely feel like that would help. I would say whatever, whatever we're going to replace police with, those people should be coming from wherever they should be coming from they their don't. neighborhoods. Yeah. So, like, if now yeah. it's a social worker or it's, like, somebody who deals with domestic violence, if it's someone who deals with, like, houseless people, someone who deals with yeah. people who have, like, psychotic episodes outside, um, yeah, um, whatever. Whatever we could, you know, all the list of things you call the police for. Uh, I think the, the, those people should sh- uh, should for sure be coming um, from the community that they live in. And it's just, like, that they live yeah, in. I think about the police, like, even the, all the things I just named, that's just a, such a small percentage of things you call the police for. How can one person be equipped to handle all of that? Uh, yeah. Like a houseless person, <laughs> someone who's having mental issues. Like, yeah. Um, With eight months training. Exactly. They can't. <laughs> they can't. With a pistol. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, don't need, uh, up. you don't need. Or like people with guns showing up for most of these things. Yeah, <laughs> you really don't. It's fucking nuts. It's uh, it's think it's crazy to think about. And everybody and the excuses, which I don't really want to go down this rabbit hole, but the excuses like always like, you know, he didn't resist, or or, he, or if he didn't resist, or if he kept it, or if he listened, and it's like, bro, like they have a utility belt, they have tasers, they have pepper spray, they have batons. Listen, that's fucked up shit, but it's better than killing them. 
you can apprehend the situation without pulling your pistol out first. You know what I'm saying? They they like train to pull that shit out first. It's like, bro, y'all have other shit you could use. Why do you have all that shit if you're gonna use the pistol first? Uh, if they handcuff and they talking shit, that should not piss you off to pull your pistol out. They should be able like I, I feel like that's that's a, I get taught shit at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, say I don't do what I'm supposed to do, and a, and a patient get pissed off that they medicine didn't get. You don't think I get cussed out by these old people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call me and cuss me the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So I, when they come in to the to the clinic, I can't beat their ass because they talk shit and drink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so they like this guy has a pistol and he feels like because I say he a piece of shit pig, he got to show me something. It's like, bro, come on, man. Yeah, bro. Um, and then, and then he knows uh, there's it's highly unlikely there will be any consequences for whatever he does. Yeah. So yeah, they're gonna walk, or they gonna get picked up again. That's man, that's another thing, bro. These police keep getting picked up when they got fucked up records. Hello? Yo. Hey, what's up, bro? My bad. Nah, you straight. Nah, I was saying we could, uh, we could, we could probably wrap it up. I, I was going, uh, I was going to hit you up with two, two arguments that I always think about. When I when I think about us, was remember the Rondo and uh, and uh, Dead Rose argument? Yep, yep. <laughs> I knew that I was Team Rose, right? Yes, and I was Team Rondo. Damn, is there uh, who? I mean, I guess you could still argue that today. Yeah, a little bit. You might could. I don't know. I mean, you know, like race. How many rings Rondo got? Rondo got, he only mm-hmm. got one with the Celtics. Rose is a, I don't know. I mean, the, that's that was like the ultimate point guard discussion. Because one is like a pass first point guard and one is a score. Right. It's wild that uh, even all these years later, like it's still, to me at least, it's still kind of unclear on who's quote unquote better. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because both of their careers are like so up and down. Yeah, they really yeah. Yeah, he rose balling right now, bro. He getting slept on, bro. He is balling right now. But anyways. Yeah, I'd probably rather have uh if I had to pick one of the two right now. Oh, I'm taking I, I Rose. Yeah, I'm taking Rose. Yeah, he's um, he playing way better right now. But no no disrespect to Rondo. He's definitely been been hooping. But then uh when when he was in New Orleans, isn't that when they start to um no, no, this uh, who you talking about? Uh, when Rondo was in New Orleans. No, we was arguing that when they was with because this oh, no, right. Oh, I'm, I mean, I mean now, I mean now. Oh yeah, he with the Lakers now. No, no, but I mean, like, um, to his point or to the point of like just him still being real impactful. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, with New Orleans, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, with New Orleans. Sacramento too. They was actually doing yeah. all right when he was there. 
I can't wait to the NBA get back, by the way. I know just a, oh, I guess, uh, two months, a month and a half. A month and a half, July 31st, bro. I, I'm anxious. Yeah, it should be nice. Who you thinking? Um, you think Lakers going to win it all? Uh, you know, I'm a Lakers boy, but I, it's weird because this is a hard year to pick. It could be some weird shit happen, bro. They've been yeah, off for three exactly. months. Exactly. So, only Port- yo, games. Portland coming back fully loaded. They didn't have this team. They got nurses coming back. They got uh, what's his name coming back? The other the other post player coming back. I think they inside coming back pretty much. Like uh, John Wall coming back. Like White John is Wall other, um, is the other center for Portland, right? Is he back? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Jerkage just this another dude that's been hurt too. And then White Side been their starter. Oh, that's right. That's right. Damn. Yes, they are about to be thick. Oh, um, and they they was hurt all season. Yeah, they've been hurt the whole season. They about to come back fully healthy. Yeah, Dan talking about he wasn't trying to play for no reason. <laughs> Look like that worked. Yeah, I he, feel it. I don't know. How, he was he was tripping a little bit about that. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if it I works. feel like yes, if he didn't have a real reason to come back, yeah. But you in a playoff hunt, bro. It's a real reason. Why would they not? Unless they cut you out completely. Right. Oh, but you know, now that, um, I think when we first said it, it wasn't clear what the. Um, yeah, what the rules, what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Wait, and I knew they were. Doesn't everybody get into the playoffs? No, so how it is, is um, everybody's got eight regular season games left. And then, and then it's going to be playing games between like a few teams. I don't know how many teams uh, for that AC. Since they didn't finish, you know, it's eight regular season. Everybody that's already locked in gets a lock in. And then that last seed that's playing games for. And then also it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be, it's not based off of conference, I don't think. So you'll be playing um, somebody, you could be playing somebody from uh, the West in the first round if you're from the East. I think, I got to look into it, but. Yo. All right, bro. My bad. Now you good. Now you good. I was just going to uh, – yeah, so that was the one question. Then the other the other, the other, other argument I remember is I remember when I was arguing about J. Cole and about uh, with warm-up being mixtape of the year, and you was, like, giving me hella shit. You was like, bro, Young Dro is that mixtape. I was like, bro. That's a wild thing to say now. I knew you find that shit funny, bro. Bro, I was like, I was like, yeah. what is he talking about, bro? You was on the draw heavy though. Yeah, young Joe was was nice for sure. Their now their careers definitely went two different ways. Yeah, totally, uh, totally, totally, totally different ways. But I have grown to like um, 
J. Cole now. Yeah, of course. Yeah, then, I, mean, was... I stand I stand by what I said back then. Yeah. Yeah. I cause I, I remember I told you I was like, bro, have you heard this mixtape? He was like, bro, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't trying to go to sleep. <laughs> No, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's funny looking at. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like looking back on that argument now. Like that was that was when um like Wiz was getting super hot. Uh, yeah, I remember Travis Porter then. Travis Porter was in Happy Boy. Travis Porter was in Happy Boy. That was the first Migos. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely the first Migos. Uh, who else did we listen to a lot back then? Gucci, I know, even Gucci. If, oh, currency. Yep. Like Drake was just starting. That's when Drake I, was starting to bubble up. Uh, wow, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name of the mixtape. The black joint with the white cover. So far so gone. Good. Yeah, that's what so far gone dropped. Yeah, 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 yeah. It did. Hell yeah! I remember, I remember I went to we Atlanta. Was, we were roommates then. We were roommates then because we, I remember when that dropped and we talked about that shit. And I, yeah. I remember when I came back. Uh, I went to Atlanta for a homecoming. Yeah. And I remember when I came back and I told you, like, bro, this it's getting played everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like, he on, bro. It's getting played all through Atlanta. So, but yeah, bro. So yeah, man. Just tell everybody where to, where to follow you at. Uh, sure. Find the podcast at, and then we can tap out on them. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Uh, chopping it up, with bro. Of course, bro. Yeah, man. Of course, bro. We really should be chopping it up more, to be honest. No, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, people can on Instagram and Twitter. It's uh, L Snake Up. So every time I say, it, I'm like, damn, I should change it, but I can't change it. No, nah, don't uh, change it. Don't change it, man. E uh, E L S N A K E O B. Fact, gotta keep that same energy with the cops. Yeah. Um, so you can find me there on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, our podcast is on IG at memes.podcast. Uh, you can find that on, you know, Anchor, Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, probably most places. Um, Make It Make Sense podcast. And, yeah, you know, if you're interested in the work uh, I'm doing in my organization, you can check out stiptothefuture.org. Uh, and there's ways you can volunteer, ways you can donate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate it, man. Hey, one one last question. It could be short, but mm-hmm. what is the because uh, we both kind of doing this podcast podcast thing? So I was oh, thinking, yeah. like, what's the what's the what's the ultimate goal with it? What you, what you think? Uh, I think with with men's low key, like we don't put too much energy in um, like marketing it. Like I've had even this week, I've had people say, "Oh, you got a podcast." Yeah. Um, but I think now, so I think it seems that with it, it's just kind of growing organically. I think for me and uh, for Tony and me, just give us a spot to be able to come together. Yeah. And we all talk about things we think important. Um, yeah. And for the people who are listening, uh, you know, for for them to be able to learn, and nah, I, take it back. I, I and we get to talk to really dope people. Yeah. I, you- that's one of the things I love about podcasting too, man. Is getting to talk to dope ass people. You know what I'm saying? And, and and giving them a, a or getting them uh, a, a platform to show themselves in a different way. A lot of times, they are doing their business things or they doing a music or something, so they have to present themselves in a certain way. And podcast mm-hmm. is like another way where you can like open it up and show them differently. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, your ultimate goal with it. My goal is, um, I, I I really want it. My goal is to, to kind of be more of a voice for for the city. I think, but also, mm-hmm. um, it's to really highlight the ability of just we're all um, we can all be on the same wavelengths about different things. I mean, conversation is big. A lot of my podcasts are people meeting each other for the first time, especially for the in that first year that I was doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people. I would like. I wouldn't tell people who would come, unless they already knew each other. Like sometimes they already knew each other, but most of the time I wouldn't tell people that they were they were coming. Like who who the other guest was, and I, I would always it was like always somebody that was a business owner meeting another bit. Like whether it be a you know a woman business owner meeting another woman business owner, black business, whatever. Like I would or like an artist or somebody a graphic designer meeting a a singer and stuff like that, <clears throat> and we just kind of just chopped it up you know what i mean and i that's what i want to use it for as well as also you know i think um i have a a, a pretty good perspective on things sometimes and i want to be able to talk about that so yeah for sure for sure hey, hey keep holding down brother good to see you yeah man uh, good to talk to you bro be, be safe out there man while you out there you know taking pictures and shit hey we'll do bro and we'll uh, do. yeah man we gotta chop it up some more though but this was good Sure. Yeah, man. Take care. Yeah, man. I holler. You can love my podcast. Peace.